0: I suffered from acid reflux I was having gallons of gavis gone to try and shift it I couldn't get up the stairs without being completely out of breath I had absolute agony in my knees Because obviously it's a lot of weight to carry Losing weight isn't easy And some days we can feel like we need some extra help Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior Podcast, the show where we share inspiring real-life success stories from normal, everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior Podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss
1: transformation. And now, your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. My name's Carl, as always, your host, and we're here today to share another amazing success story. Today, I'm joined by Amy from St. Helens in Merseyside, and she has an amazing story to tell. I actually think she could be the guest who has probably lost the most amount of weight, certainly, I believe, with Slimming World, um, but possibly the most weight of any guest I've had on the show since it started in September. Amy welcome to the show how are you today?
0: I am all right how are you?
1: Doing great thank you and and really happy we were able to get this episode and and, you know finally meet each other because since I, I think we started talking when I was doing the live show with Joe Thompson is that right? yeah we did and I'm just really happy that we're here today to talk about your story because one of the things that you know struck me instantly was the amount of weight that you had lost and for some people obviously we always talk about this that some people's journeys are shorter than others some people have more weight to lose to find the weight that they're happy at but for you I mean you tell everybody how much weight have you lost
0: um I've just lost 12 and a half stone but it's
1: took me over four years and that is absolutely fine though and we're going to look at that and talk about your journey because i believe it's just it was four years in january if i'm not wrong is that right
0: yeah it was jan i see i started Slim World january
1: 2019
0: mm-hmm. um and obviously it's just progressed like through over the years yeah. um would like it's just been a crazy few years let's just put it that way <laughs>
1: I can imagine and we're going to delve into that during this episode and hear more about that because I mean the fact that it took four years to lose 12 stone I don't think is actually a bad thing at all but I think you know we should stop and appreciate just how much weight 12 and a half stone is and for anybody who's outside of the UK and, and scratching their head trying to make that make sense of that that's over 175 pounds so it's a huge amount of weight and you must be extremely happy with uh, the changes that that's brought for your life and why don't we start though as we always do Amy by you telling us a little bit about yourself.
0: Oh where do we start? Um, well I'm 33, I've got one daughter, um, I work for the
1: local council and um, so I work
0: at a school, I'm in the kitchens.
1: Excellent okay so Amy first of all then I mean You said your journey started four years ago, and in that time you've lost 12 and a half stone. But I'd love to know more about your life leading up to that decision to lose weight. So take me back to before 2019. How was life for you 12 and a half stone heavy? Right.
0: So, all my life, even as a kid, I have always been overweight. It got worse. My eating eating habits did get worse when I lost my dad in 2018. So I kind of, I think I comforted through it, but not realising I was comfort eating. I just, I could eat a full pack of biscuits, I could eat sausage rolls, I could eat a full tub of Ben and Jerry's, trifles, you name it. I don't know, it was weird. I think because of the loss, it just, I kept on, I don't know, it was the only way I could cope and deal with it all. I suffered from acid reflux. I was having gallons of gavis gone to try and shift it. I couldn't get up the stairs without being completely out of breath. My knees, I had absolute agony in my knees because obviously it's a lot of weight to carry. And I could have been heavier, a lot heavier than 21 stone eight. When I started Slimming World, I could have ended up nearly at 20, over 22 stone, to be honest with you. But I didn't keep up, you know, like weighing myself. I s- suffered with my back. It was, it's awful. I couldn't do anything with my daughter because I was just too big. It was just awful. It was just absolutely yeah. awful. Confidence wise as well, my confidence was at an no all time low. I used to wear baggy clothes. I couldn't go out without a jacket on or. Anything like that, I had to shop at the bigger size shop because I couldn't fit into like Primark sizes because nothing would fit me.
1: And and this is obviously during a time where you're going through a very difficult moment having lost your father. And I'm sorry to hear about that. And especially because obviously grief itself is difficult to deal with.
0: It is because he he, he was, a my dad was a fighter. My dad had Parkinson's, so he was a fighter. It's the See, because that's all I've known, you know, like curving for like when I was young. That's all I've known because he it, it got it when he was 40, you see. So that's all I've known. I was really close with him. So when I did lose him, I think it just it just sunk me into like a depression, really. But, you know, when you don't realise you're doing something. And it takes like it took me mum to sit me down and actually say to me, look, hey, okay, mate, you go in out of control with my weight and obviously my daughter was only young at the time so it was like it was hard. it was odd um
1: I can imagine yeah I can imagine
0: really really like tough then,
1: and Amy if I can ask prior to losing your dad um or, or at least from from when you lost him to when you decided to lose weight how much weight do you think you gained in between 2018
0: and 2019? Oh, I wouldn't. I, I, I don't know. Because, like I said, I could have been when when I started slimming around in the January 20, 2019, I weighed 21 stone eight. But I think when I've been to like, you know, when you do your checkups with the doctor and that and you do your weight there, I think mm-hmm. I, w- I could have been like 22, maybe. See, like I said, I've always been big, but I've never like, you know, kept on top of it. Never go on the scales
1: because I think I was sc- sc- always scared, you know, the size that I was. Of course. Sometimes it was just better not to know. Yeah. Very difficult time for you. Um, or like I said, having to go through the, the pain of losing your father and, and also being very uncomfortable physically and, and probably mentally, you know, situation in terms of your health. And so when you made that decision and you, you said your mum, had a talk with you and, and really made you aware of, of what was happening to you
0: yeah it was my mom and then it was going to um a theme park ride you know like it's called gulliver's world i've been there as a child yeah and when i went there and i took my daughter i went with my sister and my brother and i couldn't you know the caterpillar ride that's the
1: yeah, yeah, I remember it.
0: Yeah, I couldn't go on that because I was too big to fit on it. So that first ride, my, my daughter's first ride, roller coaster, I know it's not big, but, you know, it's one of them moments, isn't it? I couldn't go on it. But then when we was going around the park and that, there was a um, thing like the Jurassic Park be what they've got at the moment. And it was like, you know, one of them, okay. like, cars. And it was just like the barrier that goes down. But well, when I got on and we queued up and I got on to, we got on to the ride, the, we had to get off because the bar wouldn't go down. So seeing my daughter's face was just heartbreaking for me because we got told to get off because obviously of my size because um, the bar wouldn't go
1: down. And as a parent myself, I know that any kind of disappointment any kind of anything really that that you feel like you're holding your children back from, or you, you feel that you're, you know, you're not able to do for them or be there for them in any way you'd like to be. (laughs) It is heartbreaking and it's very difficult to deal with. And you kind of put your yourself aside because you, you've just explained it to me that, you know, for your daughter, that was the person that you wanted to enjoy the ride, but also for yourself, it must've been quite, hard to manage that moment you know the person being having to tell you you know i'm sorry you you can't go on the ride and having to get off and there must have been that level of shame or embarrassment just there was a
0: hundred percent because people's looking do you know what i mean like it was just so embarrassing
1: this is something that we talk about on previous episodes and, and many people have used roller coasters as an example the another one people often talk about are the, the seat belts and airplanes and, and not being able to use them without an extension and it's these seemingly small moments that, that happen in just a few minutes but they they leave the biggest scars and the, the deepest scars I think when you know we sit back and probably that evening you're you know back at home on the sofa and thinking about the day and, and that was probably one of the the most poignant moments you do
0: but then that's the thing I took her back when I lost I can't remember how much I did take her back and you just get that fear in your head that are you actually going to fit but you know deep down you are but it's just that thought in your in your mind it's 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 it's, it's weird how much it sticks to you even though that you know deep down that you're going to fit on it like
1: something as well that that we've spoken about on here before is that it takes the mind a lot longer often to to catch up to the physical changes and and the difference that you've made by losing weight and the years of emotional trauma the years of depression the years of feeling bad about the way you look and and being heavier you can't just erase that from one day to the next unfortunately and for a lot of people who lo- lose weight it's actually a surprise that they can often still feel down and and still feel unhappy despite having lost a lot of weight but it I I I mean we'll talk more soon about your actually you know the benefits and and how you feel now since losing all that weight but what was the process for you after you spoke to your mum after you went to Gulliver's world and you decided okay I'm gonna lose weight was it something that you you know you just decided for one moment to the next or was it something you were thinking about doing for quite a long time I
0: think it was it was a friend of mine she kept on asking me to join Slimming World with her and I kept on putting her off and off and off and I was like no 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 it's not for me I I don't fancy going and then I don't know I think something clicked in the January and I was just like something has to be done so I rang my friend and I said look I'll come with you or join you and then that was that I've never looked back
1: and how was that first session at Slimming World because for a lot of people they often say that you know that was the hardest moment actually walking through those doors and you were lucky I guess in the fact that you had a friend there to support you but was it still difficult to do
0: it was difficult because I always I kept on saying to like my friend and I said to my consultant I was like worried that the scales wasn't going to go up to my size so I was just dead quiet, I was dead nervous, I didn't speak. I just went in and just kept myself to myself and I was just wasn't talking. Even though the group was so welcoming, like my consultant has been amazing throughout my journey. And the group as the support from my group is just unreal. We're just like literally one
1: family. That's really nice to hear.
0: It was just me, it was just the way I felt. So I was just like, that's why I didn't speak because I was just too embarrassed. Because I was on, I was only young at the time, so it was like coming in and it's like when I got on, physically on the scales, I didn't think I was that size because I had people saying, "Oh, you don't look too big, you look fine, there's nothing up with you." But when I actually got on the scales and I they told the tall male was twenty-one stone eight, I just me, me heart sunk. I just couldn't believe it.
1: It must have been a a difficult reality check in that moment because, you know, you can reassure yourself. And I I have to be honest in saying, Amy, that I don't think if you're a normal height, that being 21 stone is a healthy weight for anybody to be at.
0: No, I'm I'm five foot six, so it's a lot to carry. It was a lot to carry about.
1: I was going to say that I think... The people who obviously tell, you know, you look fine and you, there's nothing wrong. Obviously, they're, they're doing it from a good place. They, they want to to make you feel better about yourself. They don't want you to, to feel sad about being overweight. And it's done with the best intention. And you kind of, I guess, latch onto that. And, you know, if you hear it from somebody else, you think, OK, well, maybe there isn't a problem. Maybe I am OK. But when you stand on those scales for the first time and you, you have that reality check of being told, OK, this is exactly where you are. You can't really hide any more from it.
0: No, you? you can't. But like you said, it's if you get people saying that you look all right, then you, you you think to yourself, well, actually, I'm OK. I mustn't have a weight problem. But obviously I have. I did.
1: How did you feel about the way that you looked a level of health that made it hard to walk upstairs or play with your daughter?
0: see the where see my slimming more group, you know she's changed venue, so the when she was at her first venue there there was stirs there, and I was just out got up to the top, I was just out of breath, I was just tired, it was just like even the like the slightest of walks was hard, like I said, you don't think you that you don't think you've got a problem because, like I said, you don't see yourself big. Um,
1: of course but there must be some level of, of denial it,
0: it there. There was denial was it? I, I was in denial about my size I didn't like the way I looked I didn't like the way I looked in pictures I would never ever even though surprisingly I've got a, quite a lot of pictures of me big I hated being in pictures because I always remembered that my friend it was I've known her for like 20 odd years more and she was getting married in the May and we had to get fitted you know like the bridesmaid dresses and that and when she measured me the bridesmaid dress was measuring up to a size 32 okay so I was like in denial there because I was like there's no way I came home and I was like there's no way I'm a size 32 there's no chance but obviously it must have been because they've talked all my measurements
1: of course but again no I, I don't think until perhaps you're ready to to believe it and that, that could be you know from a an emotional perspective or or mentally capable to to deal with that in that moment. And keeping in mind you're also dealing with a, a very significant loss and, and a very difficult moment there at the same time. It's normal that we try and protect ourselves from ourselves quite often. And I mean the the amazing thing is, Amy, is that you did take that step. You did go to a Slimming World and you know you got started on your journey. And Tell me about your first few weeks, your first couple of months of actually changing, because it must have been quite a big change of of the foods you were eating and the way you were eating to go from, you know, being at 21 stone to to all of a sudden being on a a food plan that was much more restrictive than the food you'd been eating previously.
0: Well, my first week, it did take a lot to get me around it all to knowing the plan, but I always had Me consultant there with me if I needed it, she was there. But I I wasn't a big you know when people come in and they have like a a massive loss on the first week. I wasn't that. My first week, I only lost three pounds.
1: If I take a guess, because you always hear people say, "Oh yeah, you know," if you especially when you have more to lose, the the first week, you know, you hear people losing seven pounds, eight pounds, ten pounds. And were you a bit disheartened when you had only lost three pounds in your first week?
0: I think slightly because you do hear people like, oh, they've lost like 10 pounds, seven, like you said, but I I just thought it's a loss. It didn't matter how much I was losing. I, I just knew as long as it was going down, that I'd be happy.
1: That's the perfect way to look at it. And and that I think is, is just, just for anybody on a weight loss journey is worth, Going back 15 seconds and listening to that again because we have so many preconceptions of how much weight we should lose week to week, or you know, we get it into our heads that if we haven't lost X amount, then we're failing. But you're absolutely right, Amy. You know, a loss is a loss, and it's still a step in the right direction, even if it's just a small step.
0: Throughout my journey, I was never, ever, ever a big loser. I was always three pounds, half a pound, sometimes maintain a pound one and half, two, I was never, ever a big loser. I just kind of chipped, I, I just chipped away at it. I just kept on going. I just believed in the plan. And obviously look where I am now. I didn't expect to be where I am now.
1: A lot of people think, that you know, it only works for a certain amount of time. And, you know, if you if you don't have big losses, then it's going to come to a grinding halt. But you've been consistent, which I think is one of the hardest things to achieve, but also one of the most important things to have on a weight loss journey, because like you said, you're chipping away at it. And then this is what you did over four years. And as a result lost over 175 pounds, which is a huge amount. And I, I'm guessing some weeks it wasn't easy. Some weeks you probably, um, you know, you, you probably fell off plan a little bit. Uh, tell me about that. Did you have weeks where you kind of struggled?
0: Hey, right. Now <laughs> surprise a lot. I've never been off plan ever. I've always stuck to it, <laughs> but at the beginning it was hard to get my head around it all. It was cooking actually fresh, you know, meals instead of it being pre-packed. But over the time, I just started to enjoy cooking and started like making things. And you, I wasn't restricted, so even if I wanted like, because I remember I really wanted like a chipper. But I was like to myself, but I don't want to go and spend. So I made up my own fake chipper. <laughs> but so just like, my potatoes and my air fryer, my chips in my air fryer. Then got mushy peas. Then I got the Aldi skinny sausages. Then I got mushrooms, onion, put that on. And then I put the Slimming World gravy on top. It was like I was having such an tea, but it was all on plan.
1: And that's the amazing thing. It sounds like you, you really got your head around it and... and- you have taken the, the true essence of of what this plan is about, and I mean, I, I think, and I say, you know, I, I don't believe it matters whether you've done Slimming World or Weight Watchers or what the what plan you followed, but if you follow it properly and you embrace it as you have done, it just shows exactly what can be achieved. And so, even when you fancied something. That wasn't necessarily what you would consider healthy, like you know, a visit to the chip shop. You still found an alternative way to get that, get it out of your system, to enjoy it, to to have that treat, but without actually eating, you know, fried foods and and eating what could potentially attribute to a, a weight gain. And so that's amazing. And you said as well that you know you began to enjoy cooking healthier foods and cooking meals and this is something that you 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 know you have to embrace you have to learn to enjoy otherwise you're not changing your lifestyle you're following a diet whereas it sounds as though you really did take it and you changed your life
0: it it has i'll see whatever plan like you said whatever plan you're on if it be slim world weight watchers calorie counting, anything as long as that plan works for you then we all should be supporting one another because whatever journey you want it's hard it is hard work you've just got to think what do you want more do you want a life back or not have your life back if that makes sense because i've literally got uh, like
1: i've literally got my life back and you're still young aren't you, you so you're in your 20s when you started your journey. yeah so the, the, the fact as well that you are still young and i mean it's never too late I don't want anyone to think that it's ever too late to lose weight, but you've you've made a change now that still means you get to enjoy your thirties, your forties.
0: Oh yeah, a 1000 percent.
1: Before we go on to the benefits, I just wanted to ask you, Amy, because you said that it is hard. What has been the hardest thing for you as part of this journey of losing weight since you started?
0: I think it's when I started to, eat, you know, that brick wall, you knowing your body doesn't want to lose. And like I said, I go, you're. Quite a bit in one year. There was nothing cut with me food or anything like that, or wasn't going like over sins or nothing like that. Because like I said, I've I've followed it since spot on basically ever since day one. Even my consultant couldn't get her head round it. She was like, and then she was like, right, we'll just try changing stuff about, like changing meals, um, try and have some different breakfasts, just switch stuff about. I think that's when it was frustrating because you do get to the point where you think, oh, what's the point now if my body's just, like, not moving? But then I was like, I've come too far to give up. So I just kept at it, kept doing what I was doing. I took my advice from me, consultant, and switched everything about. And then I did see the losses then. Because we do get bored with meals, old. We do get ourselves into a routine and into a rut. This is where you just got to mix it up. But there's only you who can do that. Nobody else can like change anything. It's, it's you.
1: This is where the the mind game and the, the mental battle comes into it, isn't it?
0: Yeah, because it is a constant battle. You t- but food is an addiction. All our bodies are different. So all our journeys are going to be different. But it would be the yo-yoing when I was yo-yoing drastically. That was odd.
1: Okay because I, I would imagine at that moment it could have gone either way had you not been strong to to continue and to to believe in the process.
0: Yeah if I didn't be- god help if I didn't believe in it because I I wouldn't know where I would be to be honest if it just gave up.
1: I have to say Amy I'm I'm absolutely blown away by your mindset and and the way that you have approached this because everything you said is is so true you know food being addiction for food the fact that you you don't know what would have happened had you have given up but you did trust the process and you, you strike me as someone so determined and at the same time very very humble about the way you've achieved this because you know it's I, I can't say it enough it's such a large amount of work. but this is reach.
0: the thing I can't take compliments this is the weird thing you know when everyone's like oh you're inspirational you you're absolutely brilliant. I I don't know, and you look amazing. I'm like no, I'm just like everybody else. I I don't feel like I'm someone special. I was just someone who wanted to lose weight, <laughs> but that's a that's a confidence thing. That's like I think that'll come over time. It's you know because I've been so overweight all my life. It like I said, even as a kid, I was always big. So I think that'll take a bit of time to get my head around because I've always said my journey would never will never sink in for me because when I walked through the doors I didn't expect to lose 12 and a half stone
1: but you know there's such a thing as being able to take the compliments and and feel good about that without ever becoming arrogant which I don't think in your case you could even if if you tried to be arrogant you you just don't seem like that kind of person and I, I wanted to ask if I mean, if it, you find it difficult taking compliments because there's no two ways about it, Amy, you, you are inspirational and you have done something amazing and you do look fantastic. But when somebody tells you that, you might find it more difficult to to manage that internal feeling of, of being paid a compliment. But when you just sit there on your own and you or look at yourself in the mirror or have a think about things, tell me, h- how do you feel in yourself? How, how do you feel about yourself and what you've achieved?
0: I am proud of myself, but my motivation comes from my daughter because I've been in that situation and I never want to be in that situation again where I can't do anything with her or being told to get off the rides. I want to be able... I'm able to now take on the theme park rides. I'm able to go around play centres with her. I'm able to run with her. I'm able to do things that I've never done before with her. Because I've missed out a big chunk, and it sounds daft, but I have missed out a big chunk of them early memories with her. Uh, to a lot of people, going on a theme park ride might not mean a lot, but it does to me because that should have been me on the first ride rather than it being a ranter.
1: There's nothing to be taken away from you on that because anything that's important to you and to everybody they're going to have different things that are important to them but it sounds as though for you it it didn't necessarily have to be a theme park ride but it was that memory that moment with your daughter that should have been yours to be cherished that you were unable to do because of your weight
0: yeah it's like doing like the runs like you know um the the permit races and stuff like that i wasn't able to do stuff like that so it's just like sitting back and being like Watching all the mums running the races, and it's like that. I should be doing that. Looking at myself in the mirror now, it's just I do look at myself and think, "Is this actually me? Am I in an actual dream?" (laughs) That sounds crazy, but it's just because I've never been
1: this thin. It's not crazy. It's really not. And and as we said earlier on at the beginning of the episode, it, it takes some people much longer. For the for the mental side of things to actually catch up, and for you to to understand or, or be at peace with yourself, of the new person that you've become,
0: it's like um fashion as well. It's like clothes now. It's, I'm able to like go into clothes shops. I'm able to go and shop in Primark. I went to Liverpool on Friday, and I was able to walk in shops like Zara without worrying.
1: That must feel good, eh?
0: That it does feel pretty amazing. Like it's, it's just it's gonna take a while. I think before it sinks in.
1: Of course, but one thing, if I could give you any advice, just from the things I've learned from talking to people, is to give yourself that permission to enjoy what you have achieved because you deserve to. And it can take time, and it won't come instantly, and it's something that's gonna probably need to develop. Over maybe years, but allow yourself. Let let, you know. Look at yourself, Amy, and say, "Wow, I have done that. This is me now." You know, you can go and buy a a new dress or a top or anything you want from one of those shops because of the effort that you've made to change your life. And it's amazing, and and you deserve to feel proud of yourself. See,
0: that's the weird thing because I've never, because you know, because I've always covered off. I've always been in the bag of clothes. I've always been in the bag of tops, the bag of jackets. I've never gone out and bought a dress up until recently. I can actually go now and be like, right, oh, that looks like I'll get that without worrying. But then it's strange to see myself in like a purse short. It sounds weird, but it is strange to see myself in a purse short or a dress because I'm not used to it.
1: There's probably the old Amy who's telling herself or telling you, the new Amy, oh, you can't wear a dress, you can't show your legs you know you'll look awful but it's just not the case anymore but because you've had so many years of that internal chatter that that internal script with yourself about what you can do what you can't do because of your weight that that hasn't caught up with the physical change yet but it can and it will and and honestly I, I think as this develops you're going to just enjoy your life more and more because you're not going to restrict yourself from anything
0: I'm not going to restrict myself. I'm going to go make the memories with my daughter. I'm going to do stuff with her now, like, because I don't want to go down the line and think, oh, well, what did I actually do? It's like I want to give her the best life and give her the best memories um, and myself because obviously I've missed out so much. It's like I can go now without worrying about the extenders on airplanes and that. I can actually go on a new plane. I want to go back to like Alton Towers and or Fort Park because I've not actually been on a ride since, like that since losing the weight.
1: Maybe you need to write like a. a I list need a
0: bucket list. Of, I do of, need a bucket list. As I
1: say, <laughs> get yourself a bucket list of all the things, regardless of whether you wanted to do them but couldn't when you were weighing more, or just things you'd never thought about or even considered because you thought you know at this weight i just simply can't do that and and do it maybe do one with your daughter right create a bucket list together of all the things that you'd both love to do regardless you know of of whether you think you should or you shouldn't because there's still going to be that element of old amy telling the new amy no you can't do that but really there's there's nothing to stop you now and you should go out and enjoy everything you can oh
0: because life's too short isn't it (laughs)
1: You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Amy, we're running out of time, unfortunately, but honestly, I've had such a good time speaking to you and you are inspirational. And although you might not be able to, to take that for what it is right now, I don't want you to forget it because you've done something truly inspiring. And I'm very, very happy for you that you have. I know that for you and your daughter, you're going to enjoy many, many years of adventures, which is fantastic. But before you go, Amy, just tell me, do you have a single piece of advice or or one thing that you would say to somebody who perhaps has 12 and a half stone to lose before they could fit a weight that would be healthy for them?
0: Honestly, just don't compare your journey to anybody else's. And even if you are having little losses, it adds up in the long run. You've just got to believe in in yourself and believe in whatever plan you're on. And once you've got that, you can go anywhere. It's just believing, isn't it, really? You've just got to chip away. That's all I can say is just chip away. Even when you feel like you're hitting that brick wall, you what, you know one day you'll get through. It's just you've got to continue and keep going. It's just never give up, really.
1: Absolutely fantastic advice. And, Amy, I'd love as well for people who listen to this episode to come and follow you on Instagram because you you share... A lot of the food that you eat. There's photos of before you started your journey, your current journey, you know where you are today, and the the change is incredible. And I'd also say for anybody who's looking for inspiration for food, your your account is full of really nice looking meals that people would be able to follow. And I'm sure if anyone has any questions, you would be happy for them to send you a message as well. Would oh
0: yeah, if I can help anyone, then I will because it is hard. It is hard to lose weight. But it is so worth it once you get there.
1: So Amy, for anybody who would like to follow you on Instagram, what is your account, please?
0: It is SW underscore with Amy.
1: Perfect. So SW underscore with Amy. And as always, there will be a link for people to follow you in the show notes. And I'm sure you are helping people already just by having your account there by being on the episode today people who probably have walked past you in the street that you know or know you from before you lost weight and you've probably inspired them and there's probably many people that you just never know that you've you've touched their lives or or helped or or given them that motivation to to do something for themselves so people
0: don't recognize me now everyone says i'm two completely different people because like my confidence is grown as well now
1: I'm really genuinely happy to have you as one of our weight loss warriors. And thank you so much.
0: I'm on it. <laughs>
1: no, I mean, you, you deserve it and, and so much more really. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and thank you. Thank you thank so much you. for being our special guest today. Take care you of yourself. Too. Bye-bye. Bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new weight loss warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.